0: friends beyond the binary ladies and gentlemen boys and girls uh you know whether y- you're you're a fan of birds or whether you're a birder or you're not <laughs> either way patrons i couldn't do it without you what do you say we get on with the show And I'm going to do the rest. of What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, you know, things on your mind about the past, the present, the future, or that are just, you know, thoughts that are coming. For me, it's like all these thoughts that come up on their or that seemingly they do come up on their own, and they want to tell me a bunch of stuff about me or the past or the present or the future. It could be so it could be thoughts, it could be feelings uh, anything coming up for you emotionally related to those thoughts or just that's just there. it could be physical sensations, it could be changes in time or temperature or routine. it could be something situational or something coming up or something that just happened or maybe it was something else and if it is, if, if if I don't know what it is you could let me know you could just share with me a lot of listeners. They just share their story a little bit with me and they say, thanks, sir. This is how I heard about the show or whatever. But whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to help in my own way. This show is very different than other shows. It kind of was a, like one of the first sleep podcasts, I think, uh, Or the but it's still a little bit different than most other stuff out there because I do it a little bit differently so what I what I propose to do, the main thing is I'm trying to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Also, I repeat myself a lot, so uh, yeah, I already did. But what I'll do is I'll send my voice across the deep, dark night. It, that's the first step of this safe place. I'll use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. That means I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to use kind of this unique voice that I have to keep you company while you fall asleep. And so what that means is that, uh, yeah, so, so my voice is a little bit different. I get, I get mixed up. I get distracted. I even got distracted while I was talking to you. I apologize, but I kind of do it for your benefit. So it's something you don't need to listen to. And you could fall asleep whenever I'm talking. But I'll give you some more info. The most important piece of information I can give you is that you deserve a good night's sleep. Like That's kind of the most important thing I can say. And I, I know it's it can be exhausting. And it can feel like... I know how it feels. I guess those are the two things. I know how it feels. I've been there. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, tossing, turning. I've been through all that. And I've also, uh, I, I don't know, I just really want you, whether this podcast works for you it doesn't, you could go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. I, I hope you find something, that, or I hope you just understand and believe me, because other people don't seem to believe it sometimes. It gets frustrating. I guess I'm kind of getting caught up uh, that you deserve a good night's sleep, and that for some of us, or a lot of us, those of you that are listening right now, it's not easy. And people say, oh, just try Why don't you do it? You're doing it wrong. I don't believe that. One, I believe it's not easy. But two, more importantly, you do deserve a, a place you could fall asleep and something that works for you. And maybe it's not this podcast. Maybe it's something else. But I hope it can be. Because, I don't know, It's it's really important for me. Uh, that you know and understand that that they you deserve that and that it would be really nice, right? If you could get the rest you need and that you don't have to dread bedtime. That's what this show's about. is' being a kind of goofy end of the day thing. Maybe it puts you to sleep. maybe it keeps you company, but it's something you maybe you don't look forward to like a new season of the show you like. Oh, Ted Lasso just so you say I can't wait to watch Ted Lasso. Or, or, like this podcast is not Ted Lasso. It's more like a so, just the so. You see, so you take out the Ted, you take out the la, la last, not all the last, so just the first loss. And then, you, so this podcast is more like so. And, and you say, well, that's not bad compared to normal bedtime for me, is more of a rigmarole. So just having a so, not bad at all. I'll take that. you say, so at least I could listen to Scoots. It'll keep me company. So that's the first thing. You deserve a good night's sleep. I believe if you get that rest uh, and, 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 you know, you have a place of respite, our world will be a better place. So that's that. Uh, the second thing that throws people off is this is a podcast you don't really listen to. So it's a podcast you kind of barely pay attention to. It, it, it keeps you company. Uh, while you fall asleep, but you don't really listen to me. Kind of like that. so. You say, like, you, you really can't do this. There are people that say so, like, that way. But this is like, so, Scoots, uh, like, you could just listen to me. Yeah, let's take the Ted. Unfortunately for the podcast, yeah, I have to take the Ted and the loss out of, because, uh, I mean, this isn't Ted, Ted, This is, you're no Ted Blasso. I've imagined a Ted. I've seen in Ted Blasso. Scoots, and you're no Ted. I say, you're right. I'm not. I don't have that personality. I'm more uh, glasses. I don't even say the glass, the glass is half empty. I say the glass is almost dropped and broken. So you better be careful. In my mind, it says it's me. And they say, "Oh boy," so huh? I never thought about it that way. And and that's the binary. They say, "Well, it's, you're either half empty or half full." I said, "No." I'm like pretty much almost broken or sooner or later. Oh, don't make that your favorite. Don't count on that glass. That's your favorite glass. That's a mistake. That's the Nana that lives in my mind. That's what enables me to make this podcast. You say, oh, did you just say you love that glass? Uh, Let me distract you. And it's one of those self, what do they, how come they don't call them self-propelled? What do they call them? Self-training thinking or self-created futures. I don't know. The person I work with, they have a word for it that's actually correct. Uh, Self-something beliefs, not self-limiting, but uh, they say, oh, where well, you make it come true. And mine is more of a self-propelling. My nana will say, really, I've never really, we're discovering, th- I'm not kidding or being facetious. Sometimes people think I'm joking. This is really the first time I've ever thought about it this way both of the uh, yeah i said i don't i don't see the glass as half empty i see it soon to be broken in the at, at the worst possible time they said scoots that's a cup it's made by it's that was a company it was once uh defense dynamics now they make uh, insulated you know double steel walled mugs and i said doesn't matter i love this mug and then Nana, she self-propels it. Because that is a thing I've learned through mindfulness is to say, okay, if I could be mindful that I'm in, supposed to be doing a sleep podcast intro and then I'm going off topic, but then the glass propels itself against. And it would say, wow, indestructible double steel thing. huh? Nana, Well, we showed them. Uh, so anyway, so if you're here, Oh, it's a podcast you don't really listen to. That's what I was saying. So you could just say, uh-huh, scoots, uh, so, so really, really, so, uh-huh. Oh, is that so? I guess you could do it that way. Hmm, is that so? Hmm, hmm. Now, someone sharing your space might say, what was that? What, what kind of um were you making? No, this is just a so, um, like a so, um? No, more like, uh-huh, scoots, uh-huh, so, uh, oh, so, yeah. No, no, not that kind of, ooh, so, No more like so, uh huh. So, so, yeah, Uh no, yeah, kind of like without the the Ted, without the lot, like, uh, yeah. And they say, I'm sorry, I don't know. Oh, it's a podcast you fall asleep to. So, it's a podcast you don't really listen to. Also, does not put you to sleep. I'm here to keep you company with my humor like banter, which grates on some people. It's not for everybody. Because it's not really, but not, I don't know if it's for anybody. Cause some people think this is actually supposed to be very funny or entertaining. And they say, no, no. I mean, it's like it's mildly, you know, mildly, barely something. So, I mean, yeah, so whatever. I'm here to keep you company, not really to put you to sleep because I don't know about you. But when I, you know, when the nan in my brain gets started or somebody, I say, say to somebody who oh, I couldn't sleep last night and they say, well, tell me about what you did. And they say, well, there's your problem right there. And I said, which one? Well, you're doing it wrong. You're falling. You can't use the pillows like that. And I said, what do you mean? You can't grip a pillow like you're uh, like tightly in the crook of your arm, like it's your arch enemy and, and not fall asleep. And they say, yep, that's your problem right there. Your pillow doesn't belong in the crook of your arm, belongs underneath your head. You say, wait a second, my pillow doesn't belong pressed up against, you know, over my head. No, that's not how you do it. You're doing it. Oh. So when that happens for me, sometimes I feel a little deflated. I don't know what my, I, once again, that's a pointless meander because I thought I was making a point. Oh, I'm here to keep you company just in case if you can't fall asleep or if you feel like that. I say, I'm here to take your mind off stuff keep you company maybe normalize some of this because never before other than my dad later in life telling me about his his voice like how remnants of other people's voices in his head and when i told him about my internal nana i said i never had a nana but i have one fully ingrained in my belief system how's that possible some would call it a miracle, but they wouldn't be. Those would be the people living in the the interior regions of the earth. Like whatever they call a miracle, they'd say that's our handiwork, Scoots. The old internal Nana. It's a stealth agent of ours. So anyway, you some people are actually here for a sleep podcast. Uh, so yeah, podcasts you don't really listen to. Podcasts that put you to sleep. The structure of the show is also something. Uh, that's a little bit different. So let me go over that really quick for you. So the structure show show starts off with a greeting. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Hopefully that makes you feel seen and understood and welcomed in. Then there's uh, support for listeners and then support for the shows because the, the goal of the show or the current goal of the show when I'm recording this is to come out twice a week for free. And a lot of work goes in the show and all that stuff. But the the sponsors and the people that support the show uh, pay for the show on Patreon. That's what enables that, makes it possible. Uh, then after that is the intro, which really can throw new people off or people that are probably maybe the show. They, it just takes some getting used to because an intro goes from like minute six to minute 20 or so, where I just ramble on and on and try to introduce the podcast and people don't believe me th- that it gets people really, really. They have really strong feelings about it. I mean, I totally understand it because people maybe are expecting someone more calm, maybe more mellow, or the show to start. But this podcast, it's never, it's all, never going all always going no, uh, neverwhere. <laughs> That's whatever I misspoke there is probably the most accurate. Always going everywhere. Sleep with me podcast. Can someone remind me to put that on a shirt or something? Always going everywhere. Never going all wares or something else. Put it on a pillow. Wouldn't fit. Sleep with me podcast. So, and now, now oh, so that's the intro. But the intro serves a purpose to, to be a part of a lot of listeners' wind down routine to ease you into bedtime to take your mind off of stuff, but not to put you to sleep right away. I don't know. Now, for some listeners, a small percentage of listeners, they're falling asleep. Look at how good they look sleeping there. And I say, great job. But And then other listeners, about the same percentage, skip the, the intro or listen to story-only episodes on Patreon. But for a lot of us, it, it just takes some easing into bedtime, some time of disengagement, putting it in neutral and listening to Scoots and say, wow, I thought I, you know, at least I don't have a, I have something similar than Nana, but it doesn't sound like, who would have thought pessimists? You say, you you know what you need? You're the number one pessimist I know. Listen to Sleep With Me podcast. You want to feel optimistic? You, you see, I'm I'm taking pessimists and I'm putting them and making them optimistic. You say, well, I'm not quite an optimist, uh, but at least I'm not <laughs> Scoots. Uh, but I know there's other people like me. That's why I'm laughing. I say, wow, I hope I'm normalizing that for you. You say, "Hey, yeah, I've never, never thought about it that way, but I am a glass, almost broken person. And it is freeing because it's acceptance. Uh, and you say, okay, well now I can, now I know how to better care for you. Cause I always said, yeah, that doesn't really, that metaphor doesn't really do it for me. And if you may be listening to the show saying that, so that's the intro. It just goes on and on and on. To give you a chance to wind down, get some distance from the day. Then there's some sponsors and stuff. That's just like where one of the places sponsors like to be at the tail end of the opening of the show, and then there'll be a bedtime story tonight. It'll be tales of Lady Witchbeard, our ongoing episodically modular series uh, about Lady Witchbeard, a witch and a pirate and a heroine, or a hero, like, it, like 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 awesome witch pirate. And you can listen to those in any order. So that's the bedtime story part. And then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. So I think that's everything. I hope uh, if you're new, you give the show a few tries. That's what most listeners say. And that happens more and more, more and more. Just even in the last uh, couple days, someone said, you know what? I really strongly disliked that podcast when I first listened to it. Now I listen every night. So that's not to say that, that that's you. But give it a few tries because the podcast doesn't cost anything because it's already supported by the, the people that have been listening for a long time and see how it goes. And then if it doesn't work, say check out sleepMepodcast.com/ slash no thank you. There's sleep podcasts on there. There's other stuff on there. But in the end, I, I hope what I said uh, towards the beginning, before, after the first time I went off topic, before I went really off topic, you do deserve a good night's sleep. And I know that's not easy. And I know that some people can make that feel like it, diminish it, like, and and then maybe they don't understand. But there is a community, not just around this podcast, but around the other sleep podcasts and out there that does understand that that's not easy. And at the same time, you probably want it and deserve it. And that's really kind of one of the fundamental things about this podcast is that I'm here. Whether you're awake or asleep, I'm here to keep you company because at least I can do that. I might not be able to put you to sleep, even if you like this podcast. But I can tell you, like, this is how I can help. And, yeah, it's not going to help everybody. But maybe thinking about that Nana stuff or, uh, you know, that other stuff, you say, hey, I know how that feels too, Scoots. And sometimes that's all we need, or that's all I need to say. You know what? I feel that way, too. And uh, and you say, wow, I'm not alone. You're not alone. And this is a weird digital version of that. But if that emotional note resonates with you, that's important You say, oh, huh, yeah, I'm the old uh, indestructible glass half broken person, too. And you can laugh with me, OK, or barely laugh. So that's it. I'm really glad you're here. I'm really glad I've reached this new realization. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it uh, because I'm sitting here recording in a car in, in like the rain has just ended. So I don't know. I'm glad. I really am glad you're here. I work really hard on this show and I really enjoy the hard work on this show. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope this podcast can keep you company we help you fall asleep. So thanks again. And here's the ways I'm able to do this for you for free twice a week. Thanks. All right, everybody. It's time for another of our episodically modular episode, another episodically modular episode of our series, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. And here's a part where I fill you in on everything. Because you say, well... But this is episode seven or eight, Scoots. I, I think it's episode eight. I don't know though. And that's you know, I make the show, so that's how really you could listen to them in any order. You know, so many uh, producers of content over the last uh, eight billion years or whatever have normalized this. You say, "Well, just it's you could it's out of order." Uh, that makes it uh, more, you, you know, so you could listen to these in any order. You don't have to listen. You could. You, now I know there's a completist. There's nothing wrong with being a completist. I just want to soothe that completist part of you right now that might you say, no, no, don't worry about it. You we, you already hit play. I'm going to fill you in on everything you need to know, really, so that you can drift off and fall asleep. So uh, what do you need to know? Tales of the Lady Witcher. It's, it's tales, uh Part of it, there is an overarching story. Uh, Lady Witchbeard, she's a witch. She's a pirate. She's a hero, hero, heroine uh, or a hero, or uh, pretty awesome. She's extremely qualified to be both a witch and a pirate and a leader, mostly or a command. You know, she's she's in charge. I don't even think she needs to use the word boss. Like she says, I don't I don't. She doesn't, have, she doesn't have to say she's a boss or whatever, because you, you know it like even subconsciously say, yes, lady witchbeard. See how easily that came out of my mouth. So uh, you might say, so she's a witch in a pirate. And I say, yeah, she lives in a witch world, was raised as a witch in a witch. W- oh no, she's in a pirate world. She was raised in a witch world as a witch. In a, you know larger you know b- bigger witch you say like not a witch in our world or a witch you know witch out of uh like she was she had her place in a witch world where all witches had you know were living the witch life which to them was just life uh like because i'm an outside observer i keep adding this witch stuff but they say this is just our world uh Why do you have to say? And I say, well, just because I come from another world. And they'd say, oh, the dull world? Or uh, I say, huh? Compared to this world, actually, yes, uh, it is. uh, So I'd be fine with you saying that. Because they say magic's unfortunately more metaphorical in my world or like uh, elusive. So, she, but she decides as she's growing up, she says, "I don't know if being a witch is it for me. I'd like to see see some other horizons." And somehow, she finds herself in a sea-based world, the world of the Thirteen Seas, a pirate piratey realm. She becomes a pirate. She becomes a great pirate. Somewhere along the line, she crosses paths with me. As things go awry, we go on an adventure. She needs some time to recover from rescuing me stuff like that then more recently within the last eight episodes i get her back i say lady witchbird i got this mission about brandy uh she was in love with a man who loved the sea kind of this isn't exactly how it happened i said okay let's see if we can figure that out because i heard a legend like that once in the pirate realm also she had not kind of reestablished her credentials uh or her uh the thing I always forget what it's called, in our pirate realm. So she was supposed to become an apprentice pirate again with another fairly qualified pirate, uh, I mean, a journey or whatever, a, a pirate expert or whatever, Don Dankel. And then we kind of all met up. We Some other stuff happened. May or may not have been my fault. We turned into birds. We've turned into toads or uh, newts. But something is going on in the world of the thirteen seas. People are collecting roots and uh, binding agents, and we don't know why. And you say, "Okay, where's the action?" I'd say, "Well, this is a sleep podcast. Uh, that is the most action-packed part. We went to the Library Island." And I did not sing the song, Oh, to Live on Library Island, where the bookmarks and the books are aplenty. You could read a lot on Library Island. Uh, but the thing is, the books always feel so cold. Uh, sorry, I don't normally sing on there. That was more of a sing song. Uh, but, uh, it just happened. So, ooh, where were we? Oh, so, um, so Don Dankle, Lady Witch Reard, and I, or Daw in the story, as I'm known, uh, is uh, we were looking around saying, what's up with this route? We can't get a hold of the Pirates Guild. All the offices are closed. And all we knew is they were looking for this uh, Sava route or its equivalents, and they're gathering that in mass. Then some sort of... uh. Some sort of small amounts of something else in the mud. And then also nudie poo, poo of a certain type of newts. So, newt excrement, you could say. Uh, if you don't want to giggle, you could just say, You're talking about newt excrement? And I'd say, I guess we are now, but I don't know what else to say other than nudie poo. It's much more giggle-ish. Uh, so then. After we tried to prevent them, we tried to get work with the newts to flush all the poo out to sea. Because here's something I didn't know. Only not in our world, because this is in our world. So scientists or or biologists, hold your letters. uh, And they say, well, it's not. It's very improbable in fictional accounting, too, Scoots. These these newts on this island, uh, they have communal bathroom areas. And so, but that was made it easier for them to harvest a new poo. But while they started harvesting it, we found out. I'm pretty sure Brandy was meeting with a witch, a witch of legend. So this was pretty mind blowing because Lady Witchbeard, who I think, was so stunned. My memory's not totally fresh; never was. But that uh, this is like a witch, a myth, like a witch, like just be like say. Um, you came across Zeus or Anansi or Loki. I guess would be different. Well, that you could see at a theme park. This is more. You'd say you're you're going to collect new poo, and then you saw Athena, and you'd say, "I'm pretty sure that person's dressed like Athena." And you say, "Well, is that Wonder Woman?" And I say, "I don't know. Wasn't she was she wasn't Athena? She was uh, something some other goddess." Uh, and they say, well, I could go to a store named after Hermes. Uh I'd say that spelling may be different. Uh I could you know, there's a lot of different okay, anyway. So I think that's it. We will like we saw this witch and we're trying to come up with a plan. I think we pretty much gotta get into that the witches uh when you're in the witch based realm. You travel through cauldrons. So just so you know, real cauldrons, though, not the Halloween ones you put outside. So that's interesting. I never knew that. I mean, I did because from Lady Witch other stories, but kind of like portal cauldrons or cauldrons you cast a portal spell over. So right now we're looking into this portal. I guess we're trying to collect some basic information. One, is it, who's this witch? Uh, does What does Brandy have to do with this? I guess, like, uh, I'd ask what, Lady which word, what why is is any of this really important? Uh, but yeah, why are they collecting all these raw materials? Because they're nothing, they're like, I guess for a sleep podcast, this is great. If you say, okay, so you're collecting a massive amount of ground roots, roots of certain particular plants, and then the, the new, new, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to say it that's not somewhat amusing to me. Newt newt stuff. uh, Newt droppings. They don't drop them, though. That's the thing. We had a laugh not on mic uh, when I was talking to the Newt because I said, could I call it Newt droppings? And the Newt said, the Newt gave, like, we just found it funny because I said, does that look like I'm, does it ever look like I'm dropping and I said, I guess it's more of a, collo- I don't think it's a colloquialism. But I said, I'm pretty sure a couple of people in my neighborhood, when they walk their dogs, they do- there's dog droppings. Because they just say, how'd they get there on the sidewalk? Uh, other than a sign of, you say, okay, wrap it up. I better get my way to a witch-based realm or a pirate-based realm. So anyway, without further ado, which uh, caught you up is our, uh, our Hollywood announcer, coming all the way from Los Angeles uh, to where I am right now, quiet, as as if you dropped a a cloud from heaven onto my ears. Uh, I could still probably hear it if it was Antonio Banderas, but it would make me feel warm. Mr. Antonio Banderas. Ah, Thank you, Scott. Ah, uh, friends beyond the binary. The ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls. It's time to take a splish and a splash to clean our hands of the nudipoo It's time for another tale, Lady Witchbeard. Splash, splash. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. Uh... How you doing? You look like a... Uh, I'm good. Scoot, You scoot. scoot scooter. That was a long one. So uh, uh, that was Antonio Banderas, and this is uh, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Thanks, everybody, and good night. Okay, okay. Hey, Lady Witchbeard. Hey, Don Good It's me. I'm back. So I guess it, it probably already answers the first thing. I made it back. Uh, there was... So, Lady Witchbeard, you're right. There was so curious as I think the first thing. Should I? Oh, sorry. You're both looking at me. So, so do wait. Do I have everything? Because am I still an intact, fully da da? I'm trying to get better at uh, creating this. You know, whatever communicating clearly. Right. I'm telling. I can tell by the look. That's what was so communicating clearly with the two of you. I've returned from the mission you gave me, which was part of our mission, or part of our ongoing attempt, or whatever our goal of trying to get into the cauldron, this portal cauldron, and see where it leads, where this uh, superpowered conquering witch uh, from another realm, but from your realm, from a. Tried to see where this portal leads, but you said, well, the witch probably has it, uh, like it has some foul safes, uh, so that, and you, Lady Witch, you said they would probably be for the curious. So there was guards that we, we snuck by and distracted. You said there'll be Curious, uh, the, the Not-So-Smart, which you kind of both looked at me with both of those, and then Brave, or in, in any of those orders, if you were making your own. So you were right about the Curious one, because yeah, first I dropped the rock in, and uh, came back with a note that said, uh, uh, no rocks, uh, next time I mean it's. And then uh you know, then like I say, like you said, don't put my real hand in, put a stick in and then I got in there with the rope. I mean you were both watching me, right? But it was more of like a, uh you you did say, Well it can't be something it's gotta be a deterrent because they get you know, Brandy or the witch have to kinda go through this thing. So then what happened was not that far into the cauldron. It was interesting. I mean, TARDIS, the cauldron's like a TARDIS, I guess, or whatever. Oh, you don't know what that... Anyway, so the cauldron was bigger on the inside or a portal to another realm. But not that far down. Like, I was picturing, like, in the mist, uh... Well, anyway, so I went down some stairs, and then not that far down was, like, about, like, a level... And then there was a mirror there. And like you prepared me, remember this may be trickery, daw. And there was a mirror and the mirror made you look like you were turning into a prune. Like, you know, when you, um, take a bath for too long or swim for too long. Yeah. So it kind of looked like that, like I was turning into a prune, but worse and worse. And that's what the sign said, uh, It'll only get worse if you go keep going. and But then I figured, because uh, that was like where there was a door, and they said, I better not stay here. And then I looked behind the mirror, and of course there was a door hidden behind the mirror. Um, so I think that was just to get the curious people out of there. Uh, then in the next room, I'm guessing this was for even more curious people. Uh, there was like a box of, uh, magical toys and I said, please take one, but I did not take one. I did poke some of them with a stick and something happened to the stick. So yeah, I'm sure that that could have been time consuming that part. So I said, is that for the curious or the not so smart, the box of toys, So that would be like, uh, then I just walked by the toys and then there was another set of stairs, but I'll be honest that I don't think there's like, I'm not the most brave person, right? So I'm thinking that I'm probably not the right person for this brave, brave part. I think Don Danko, maybe you, I don't know, I was thinking you could go, but then I said, uh, If we had a walkie-talkie to communicate, that would be cool. But I think it was good good, that you asked me all those questions about how would I go about getting in the cauldron. Because you said probably I wouldn't have got much uh, further. I think it would have been fun, though, if you held me by my ankles. But anyway, so I was thinking if we get a tin can phone... um. You know what that is? Uh, you do know what that is. So then I can talk to the two of you while I'm going on this next level. Because it kind of seemed a little. I wasn't feeling. I don't know. There were some sounds and some things that. But in like. Uh, I don't know. I just had this feeling of. Uh, uh, like uh, F to the E to the A to the R. And you know, being curious or not always making the best choices, those come easy to me, but they getting past if someone was super brave. I think of Don Dankle after I think of Lady Witchbeard. So, oh, there was another test, so that I didn't, I skipped again. Because they said, what would, like, it was a video game. But then I saw that was in, like, it reminded me of the end of a good place. So I said, well, I just go around the back and unplug it. So I didn't play the game. I mean, I I did play around with it after I unplugged it because then I said it would be safe. And I said, I pretended I was playing the game. But I assume if you unplug it, like, it was plugged into some sort of magical plug. How many prongs do you think a magical plug has? How many prongs in a prong, prong, prong? Would a prong magical prong that's not okay, so oh so thanks for working on that while I was telling you. So we do have the tin can phone. So like I guess I could, oh, okay, so I have it with me. We did like, so I'm gonna get back in the um because, so I'm getting back in the cauldron. We gotta pull it tight though. Don't forget to pull it tight. Can you hear me? Okay, I can't. I'm sure you both can hear me, Don Danko. I can kind of hear you. Isn't that cool that we can hear each other even though we're holding it by? Sh- oh, you could still hear me. Oh, 'cause I guess the cauldron lets noise out, but uh, doesn't let noise in. Also, when you two come in, make sure to double check. Uh, I'm glad you both trust me to make my way here. So, okay, so it looks like uh oh no, this is another test uh so I'm going in another room. there's a hallway ahead and uh then okay, so I'm going down this first hall. this is where I heard the noises. they're still in the distance now though, so it says that I to choose i get to choose your next door based on your uh So it says, uh, those the highest intelligence use this door and those like, uh, there's just one just average and and then there's one, uh, the highest width, uh, so this one seems easy. It's like, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a little bit of, uh. But, uh, obviously, I should go through the just... I always thought they should have this with parking lines. Uh, if you're a great parker, have people go through that line. I would not go through that line because I think a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I'm the best. So this one seems like I should just go through just like, just like the bed in that story, just right, uh, just average is just right to me. Okay, and... Yeah, so now it's a little bit darker in this hall. And so Dundanko and Lady Witcher, if you were more courageous, uh, though I guess this would be, I should probably ask what you would do and then do the opposite. So what would you do, walk down the hall cautiously? Okay. So what would the opposite of that be? Someone that was even more confident would walk down blissfully unaware guess i'll crawl down this hallway um because i was looking at it like i should be brave but maybe i shouldn't because if this hallway is to deter oh so there's endless amount of doors uh with uh with things uh but i guess because i'm crawling i'm noticing uh that uh I'm trying to feel, I think there's a broom closet up here, but I feel air coming through it only because I'm on the floor. All the other doors, the air kind of feels stagnant. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I opened the broom closet door, and it looks like the, these tests are not as hard as, uh, I mean, I guess this sooner or later. So you better come in because now I'm seeing something that reminds me of the transverse plane here. It's like a mist uh, that turns into a cobblestone path. I can smell real smells. Uh, Oh, hey, Lady Witchbeard. Hey, Don Dankle. Good job, Germ. You passed. uh, You've got us past the tests. Thanks, Lady Witchbeard. So, yes, so should we follow this cobblestone road? Don Dankle, what do you think? Should we follow the cobblestone road? Are you trying to get me to say follow the cobblestone road? Yeah, it was, but I thought it would sound more, I don't know, it's from a, stu- never mind, it's like a, it's a pop culture reference, neither one of you would get, and even if someone that might get it, they'd say, because there was a yell once time upon a time, there was a yellow brick, oh, so we're going to start walking, so we'll just walk down this cobblestone road, oh wait, we're at a, a path, uh. I can see a town down there to the right uh, it looks like to the left goes up and around town looks like a pretty uh, lady do you have a look on your face uh, so you should probably explain to me in Don dankle what's what you're seeing uh because otherwise uh yeah germ Don dankle this is the town I grew up in. And there's definitely some, let's go around town. This, uh, path is Cobblestone Road. We'll follow this one to the left. It's going to go around town to the industrial area. Uh, but you could tell by the tone of my voice, I'm sure, and the look on my face that, uh, something's not right, uh, So this is where I grew up. Uh, I feel like this is the same, if I'm looking at some of the trees and the construction of the buildings, it's been, at the time in this world I've been gone, Uh, it seems like it's still in the same time period. But, uh, something is very different, so we're going to go around town. It's also very quiet, as you can all tell, but that's not uncommon, as even though to the two of you it might seem a little bit dark and misty, it is the middle of the work day, so everyone could be at work. Okay, but Lady Witchbeard, uh, but yeah, something's in that right, uh. Lady so we're gonna take this. Is this like uh, one of those roads that goes around town to the industrial area? You said, yeah, to uh, to where my family and I w- worked, and most of the people in the town would work. Uh, and this was a family we all worked in. You know, you know what I. We've gone through this a little bit, Daw. But Don Dankel you might not know. You know, my family and I, uh, my larger g- family unit, uh, we're in the sustainable horn business, uh, which means sustainable horns, you know, that nat- Mother Nature has to fall off or that replace themselves and we can take off, you know, in a kind and dignified way, you know, take a little shavings off the horn you know, do horn maintenance for the animals. Oh, for animals, Don Dankel, Sorry, not. Uh, the horns could be made into musical horns. So you may be able to smell, and soon we'll be able to see the fields and the hills. Uh, uh, it's good that we can smell all the animals uh, that we use, all horned animals, to answer you and Dawes' question, Don Dankel. Uh, it probably exists in most realms, you know. Uh, ant- antlers are kind of like horns. Uh, um, I know Daw will say horny toads, and then giggle. And if if it to- if it was a horned toad with a horn, uh, which is mostly made up of the same things as your fingernails, stunted ankle, and Daw, uh, but not exactly the same thing. And in magic and different alchemy, you know, they would have a certain, be imbued with certain properties. And not just for magic, you know, for other things. But we, like in our world, we practice everything sustainably. So everything here was part of that process. You know, a happy animal, a happy horn, horn, I guess that would be make a dog giggle too. A happy horn, a horn, you know, uh, horn, uh, I'm just trying to figure in a way that I can say without a da- dog getting a kick out of it, but we'd keep our horned animals happy. But so the, also you're asking, uh, yes, uh, we're going to avoid the town. How do I know something's wrong? Also, Daw, you have your hand up. What was your qu- Lady Witchwood? I love how all the balconies does everything. Well, how come you never told me every building has balconies where you where you grew up? Uh, do you know I love balconies? I love sitting on a balcony, standing on a balcony, being on a balcony. That's a good question, Dahl. Yes, and that's how I know something's wrong, is because uh, because all the windows on the balconies are closed. Not exactly, Daw. We have a tradition here in our, our, our area, and it's part of a greater tradition that's a practice in different ways but the simplest way to say it is that we had what we would call what I would call in a way that's hard to that maybe you won't is we call the balcony subtext I guess or that's not what we called it but that's what how' it be described I'm sorry lady which we know doll. you I'll try to under un, 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 to help you understand. And, you know, in in Don Dangle, you're kind of nodding because in piracy, we do have different ways of, you know, keeping teamwork and keeping a ship functioning emotionally through communication and expression and balancing, you know, negative attitudes and, you know, making sure, you know, maybe like, uh, like something similar in Dawes' world, be the rain practice, or there's the idea of uh, small ways of uh, self-expression, uh, and, and healthy ways of self-expression, and that's the way we did it here: was balcony subtext, and people like uh, it wasn't passive-aggressive though, so it wasn't really subtextual. I don't quite know, but you could you would put things on your bow. Like, I guess like uh, arts in some sense. And if you were displeased with something political, and it became it was fun because it was always some sort of symbolism that you would have that either people could couldn't figure out only you would know, or you would try to figure it out. But it was always a positive, not necessarily positive. You could be frustrated. And sometimes it would be very, you know, if you were just feeling frowny, maybe you put a frowny face, uh, I guess would be how Dahl would just, you know, something like that. But you could be expressing something of frustration about one of the votes or about a change in priority. And that would all be accomplished on your balcony, every balcony. And I don't see any balcony subtext. there's a lot of uniformity on all these balconies, and that tells me that there's a uh, that the, there's a bal. Everybody had to have their balconies clean for some reason, Lady Witchbeard. Yeah, Don Dankle, do you have a perspective, Lady Witchbeard? I could see if this uh, this conqueror of witch worlds, as you described her has taken hold here usually with some sort of authoritarian type figure that doesn't have you know we that doesn't have an, you know isn't part of a guild with the, the, where there's a give and take you know but we pirates you know people always just assume and there are pirates you know that are outside of the guild anyways they may want not want any dissenting forms of expression Particularly, I would say, Lady Witchweird, these type of, uh, i very interested in this because I, I wonder, you know, there really isn't the privacy space to, me- but maybe we could do something with chalk. Uh, I don't know, Lady Witchweird, because remember that sidewalk chalk doll was talking about it. It was, uh, one of those times we had too much downtime. Uh, but it is a good way. Uh, where you're empowered to express your opinion and your opinion is heard in some sense or seen here and even validated. Or you could, I guess, if it was some some very, I think it's an interesting conversation starter. And I'm sure that it would feel a little threatening having people empowered to express their opinions in a way that May seem, especially if someone was, you know, that's not passive aggressive, but that seems that way, but that has a little bit of flavor of that uh, rebellion to it, Lady Witchbear. That's what I like about it. uh, uh, Back uh, when Daw was talking about the newspapers in Daw's world. And so, yeah, I think it's interesting. But it does tell me that there's a presence of something that's saying, "Oh no, 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 no!" Is that what you're getting at, Lady Witchbeard? Or is that what you're sensing? Exactly, Don dankle For for my my people, my you know, my my family, and my extended family to give up—they're very. Like you said, like you're saying with piracy, keeping a balance of uh, strong opinions is important. And even, you know, like uh, it doesn't mean, you know, like I said, I had to move away from the witch world because it, even though you could express yourself, it, it still was limiting to me. That's why I became a pirate, and, you know, once I was exposed to the pirate realm. But for most people, uh, just being able to express themselves and discuss it, uh, created a healthy dialogue that it sounds like has been shut down because it wouldn't be just uh, something people would forget about. uh, it has to be a total change in the way everyone here is operating. So, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I guess, uh. I don't know what I'm saying, Don Danko, but uh it's, an, it's something's happening. Oh, Lady Witcher, is that like your uh horn factory? Is that a horny factory? <laughs> okay, Daw, that's enough. Uh yeah, that's a uh, the one of our, that's our work, set of work buildings, uh and then you can start to see the free roaming. There's some places where Some of our, what you would call livestock, we don't call them that, but there's some that are free-roaming, and then you can see the stone walls or some of the creeks in the hills uh, that separate. Lady Richard, are those horned sheep? Uh, I guess you could call them that, Daw. They're kind of like antlers. I've never seen a sheep with antlers before. It's kind kind of cute and not cute at the same time. And Lady Richard, how are, why is it uh, the way it is? Like, uh, just a dog, just a bit depends on what kind of grasses or flowers they may eat, uh, how much water they need and their temperaments, uh, your horned sheep, uh, you know, they tend to, uh, you know, they butt they it's interesting. They but they they butt people while they're asleep. So we like won't, don't want them accidentally butting another kind of animal, that would start any trouble. Uh, Lady Witchbeard is Don dankle I'm thinking that uh we're be do you have a sense of uh something else, uh, Lady Witchweird? Yeah, Don dankle They're they're all waiting for us, I'm sure. Uh but yeah, we're we're definitely being observed and uh uh, Lee Witchwood, who, who's waiting for us? All my old co workers, daw. We, you mean your family, right? Because you used to, your co workers are your family, right? That's correct, daw. So we're going to need to, uh, come up with a plan now. And, uh, I think I'm going to have to have you and Don Dankle. Take the lead, and Lady Witchbird. How would you like Don Dankle and I to handle things? Well, correctly would be great. uh okay. I'm sorry. Da I mean, so Don Dankle, despite kind of what we talked about and the 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 changes we made, I still am your apprentice, and and I think I still do need to. While we've bent the pirate code, I still do need to, you know, I've been reckless and I haven't been following the pirate code as your apprentice of late. Okay, I understand, Lady which that makes sense to me. And the other thing is, uh, like, uh, I was thinking when I was, uh, when the pirates had me in that cage and I was silenced, you know, how silence can be golden, and I know I said that to you, Daw, but I think maybe that's what we go in here as. Okay, so what do you mean, uh, Lady, what you mean we, we shouldn't talk? Correct, Daw. And Daw will go in. It'll be Dan Dankle, you, and then me. And we'll keep our heads down. And we'll just walk in the the, the the main shift door down there. They're going to be waiting for us, I think. Uh, okay, Lydia, which could you teach me that spell with the magic map? And maybe I could have something stuck to my face then, because like uh, just in case I start to talk. Uh, okay, Daw, here I'll just show you on your hand how to trace this. Oh, so I just trace that symbol. You would trace that symbol on something and then put it on your face. Uh, that's it. Uh, no, that's not it, Daw, But you've you have some. We can talk more about magic at another time. But all you need to do. Okay, so I actually have this uh, this kerchief here, so I can put that over my face uh, or my mouth, and that would keep probably keep me from talking. Yeah, you could do that, dawg. Oh, so there we go. Everybody's like, people are already. Mer- oh, you guys are not talking already, but I, I, like, uh, seems like everyone's chattering as we come in. Wow, that's a lot of different witches. Uh, and uh, like, uh, oh, I better, like, uh, oh, look at it, So Lady Witchbeard's returned. Oh, Lady Witchbeard, we're so glad to see you. You must have known how much. Come in, come in, all of you. We've been waiting for you. You're just in the nick of time. So, so they're kind of talking over me, Lady Witchbeard and Don Dankle. But uh, I think she's here. She's here to save us, uh, clearly. our Our daughter and our sister returns, and she's got two assistants with her. And she, oh, she, Lady Witchbeard, you're being so quiet and so stern with us. We'll explain everything. Don't worry. And we know, we know what it looks like. Uh, okay, she's still not speaking. Does anybody, uh, uh, Lady Witchbeard, we're, we're, could, could, excuse me, gentlemen, is that gentleman has a kerchief on his face? Uh, Lady Witchbeard, we have so many questions. We assume you follow. We, 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 well. We assume you're, you're investigating things and you know what's happening. And I know we need to explain ourselves and what it looks like. But, uh, you know, she came from the past uh, somehow. Uh, well, then someone came. like So I guess there was some song in another world. And this Brandy came. So that wasn't from the past. I'm sorry, Lady Richard, I was just trying to get your feeling. At first, I wasn't going to tell you, but Brand, Brandy came, and she was visiting our world, and then she revived uh, The Conqueror. And, uh, it, like, yeah, she was basing it on some song. I don't even know what the song was. Uh, some song about conquering and stuff. uh and she worked with the conqueror cuz she had something okay lady Richard, hello are you going to react to anything we're saying uh so so she made some kind of deal with the conqueror and now we're all stuck uh we've been taken over uh we're power we're mostly powerless so we're working i mean it, it, like uh Okay, so we, like, but that's all we know, Lady Witchbeard. Okay, she's not responding to me. Can someone else come up here? Okay, Connie, it's, uh, it's your aunt. uh, we promise we're not, we're telling you everything. And, okay, so there's more we do know. So we do know that, uh. The deal they struck is some sort of power exchange, uh, so it's based on power and commerce and something else, Brandy, some personal thing with Brandy, and yet yeah, they did strike a deal with us. We didn't just uh, go along unwillingly. We did go along willingly because we'll have uh, full access to the bounty of the 13 seas, apparently. I guess in a way that's not so much sustainable for the thirteen seas, um but will be great for us, they said the bounty of the thirteen seas compared to the size of our world, and there's all sorts of other horned uh sea creatures, I guess, uh so we'll have easy access to all those sea creatures. Now, she'll control all of that, but she'll also be, she'll spend most of her time in the 13 seas dominating that world. And she's already made deals with, I guess, like uh, something to do with canals, like uh, no more seas, just canals. So not much will change in our world I mean, we'll be, you know, we'll be working, you know, we'll have freedom, but not as much freedom as we had before, uh, but we'll have a different kind of peace, uh, because like, so, uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, we made a deal with, uh, we made a deal basically. And also, I mean, probably being, you're better off being in this world, so are you going to... I mean, I guess that means you won't be able to play pirate anymore, Connie. No more piracy for Connie. No more seals, seas for you to sail. She's not reacting. Can someone take over for me? Oh, yeah, I could take over. Good. It's your sister here. Um, So, yeah, you should have heard the stuff she said about you, Lady Witchbeard. She made some serious comments about you. And... She said you wouldn't even be welcome back in the witch world. She said you would probably be, she was going to deal with you. She said she would outsmart you. And then we said, well, I don't know if you get it. Maybe you should just make, maybe we like, uh, and then she kept asking us if we knew where you were. We said, no, Connie left home a long time ago. She goes by Lady Witchbeard. She sends us letters. Uh, We did show her all the, I mean, you weren't exactly, I mean, you think just because you're a pirate, you're better than us. Uh, Also, she used to talk about the way you styled your hair. She also made comments about your breath and your clothes. She's not reacting, everybody. Connie, Lady Witchbeard, uh, Connie, why aren't you reacting to any of this? Hi Connie. I'm your former best friend, and this is another sister of yours. um Of course, we also told her you arrived here. I mean you probably already knew that uh so maybe that'll that'll get your, your react. Her minions are on their way to catch all of you and your two assistants here. And they'll catch you and, like, uh, hold you until she comes back. She said she actually has more important things to do than deal with you. And that even her lesser minions and us, of course, could easily deal with you. But, I mean, we totally did that just to avoid punishment. Also because we felt like you thought we we were better than—you were better than us. Also, we get reward for turning you in turning in old lady witch beard. But, uh, I don't know, you don't seem to care either, which is strange because we thought, uh, you know, we told her, actually, maybe we should catch Connie for you because she's the only one capable of disrupting your plans. I don't think we told her that because we figured she knew it because we figured if you get lost your temper, like in the old days, uh, Connie... Lady Witchbeard, because you have more power than any of us and just more potential. That's why no one, everyone wondered, why did Connie stop being a witch? And You said, well, I'm a witch fire." We said, well, isn't being a witch good enough for you? Okay, but we really needed you. We're only telling you this to get you angry, Connie, and get your temper going, so that you could put a stop to this uh, but she doesn't seem angry. is there something happening here? Like she's supposed to get angry. excuse me can, can he's got a kerchief over his face. who, who are you? Uh, good evening everyone. my name is Don Dankle, and uh, Lady Witchbeard is actually my apprentice uh, then no she went by Connie. she's a lady Witchbeard in our world. Her name's Connie, and she has a bad temper. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, no, Lady Witchbeard uh, now follows the pirate code. She's not allowed to speak at all. But we broke her trust, so she probably can break any oath to a pirate code and tell us that she's going to, um, you know, whatever, turn all the minions into nudie-poo, and then... And also, you're not a pirate. You're just someone that plays a pirate, Connie. You're Connie the Witch. You're just, you know, you're supposed to work in the polishing. You you always... Okay, excuse me. Please don't speak. I've let you speak, and and uh, I, w- I don't appreciate you bothering my apprentice, Lady Witchbeard. Seems like you had some sort of a plan within a plan within a plan to uh take both sides hopefully the, the connie lady which you are familiar with would get very uh upset uh and react and do something where you would have the advantage either she would eliminate this other person you're referring to we don't even know what you're talking about to be honest we just uh we were in a ship. We accidentally fell through a cauldron, and here we are. That's impossible. That's just not possible. It it is possible. Uh, I haven't uh, Lady Witchbeard hasn't spoken, and she's not scheduled to speak for another eleven days. Uh, so, you know, we were we were just uh. Uh, she indicated where, where I should go. I was hoping to find some help. We we need some hemp and rope. Did you say so? Who is this? You're you're Don Dankle. Are you? Uh, do you do you understand the, the minions of the conqueror of worlds is come are coming, and you're supposed to put a stop to them if they come. Well, at least we made the deal, though. So if they come, they'll catch Lady Witchbeard. But they're not going to follow through on the deal we made. We only made a deal with the Conqueror of Worlds so that Lady Witchbeard would deal with the Conqueror of Worlds. Okay, well, I've heard enough of this nonsense. Lady Witchbeard is a pirate uh, and witch uh, and an apprentice, a member of the Pirates Guild. Which we're, to, we're 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 investigating. That's what we were doing is investigating. Uh, some reason the pirates' guild isn't meeting. Also, you know, I read I've read a lot of books about your world, and it seems like your balconies are looking a little bare. That made me sad. I was so looking forward to the expression on each and every one of your balconies. Uh, but it's clear to me now that. Uh, we're not going to find any hemp and rope or, you know, and you mentioned a nudie poo and we were looking at, uh, you know, the, the, we, we, we should go because clearly I can see by all of your body language that we only have a few minutes, uh, and it seems like you will run a wonderful, sustainable horn based business. Uh, and I'm so glad that my, uh, apprentice, apprentice, uh, here has a kerchief over his mouth, uh, but, uh, that, uh, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out, uh, if you, if you have any reading material that you could leave, we're going to exit through there because we are trying to figure out, uh, sava Savarut, and, uh, some sort of binding agent, uh, and how that falls into what you're saying. So, and maybe if I, I, you know, like later on, who's to say if old Connie, you know, who's smart enough now, maybe young Connie, when young Connie hung around with the whole of you, I could see why young Connie would lose her temper. Maybe no one knew that, uh, she could be both a witch and a pirate, uh, But the county has a longer vision now. So maybe uh, Lady Witchbeard will return to save all of you from this pickle you found yourself in so you could express yourself on balconies and through horn-based businesses or other, you know, communities that have their own businesses that you trade with. It'd be a shame for all of you to lose that and... uh, so we'll be off. Uh, oh, thank you for this book. I'm looking for it's it. It's a binder of uh, information. This will help us, and uh, maybe it'll help uh, Lady Witchbeard. But Dawn, Lady Witchbeard, and I will be uh, heading out uh, uh, up this uh, door towards maybe those uh, horned sheep, I think. Uh, come on, Dawn. Come on, Lady Witchbeard. Dawn, you can take that off. Uh, you can talk now. Wow, I forget I totally forgot Lady Witchbeard's name was Connie dankle, Lady Witchbeard, you probably shouldn't talk till we're out of earshot. Also it looks like if you talk you just raise your voice strongly anyway. So, uh what do you think, Don We're gonna um hide out in the, the sheep pens? Well Daw, it was that book from one of your worlds. We're gonna get underneath uh uh, I don't I don't think you knew this but the, there's also a, the, the antler's uh, curve all the way underneath those sheep uh maybe lady Wishweird was telling me about it and and uh, maybe I read about it somewhere and that's uh it's the that's how the babies uh, rest in those antlers uh on the mother sheep and that's how they're nursed is in the arms of antlers uh there's a lot of poetry uh of visitors to the witch world that write about these uh, sheep. I guess you don't read it at all. Oh, to be an ant, you know, baby aunt. Anyway, so I think we could, just like a book I read from your world, uh, where people would hide under the sheep's, uh, that's how uh, Odysseus, uh, we could be like, we don't need it to hide. We could just get, you see, okay, so let's put Lady Witch Weird under that one. And we're going to remove these, uh, fence posts here and, uh, kick them down. And I'm going to put Dahl, you're under there. Yeah, get comfortable. You probably will sleep for a while because they're going to start going, uh, because these sheep, it just happens to be our timing. When the gate opens, they migrate, uh, and uh, now unfortunately dog will have to, we'll be woken because these are all like a lot of these are the single sheep and they're going to go migrate, uh to their spring meeting grounds but it'll take five to six days for them to get there so we'll hide i don't think the minions will ever uh, there's too many sheep there's uh, it looks like tens of thousands of them and they're already moved they move very very fast as you noticed i'm right next to you and a sheep uh luckily the sheep stay close together so they they move in threes uh So, yeah, let's rest and get comfortable. Uh, Lady Witchbeard's falling asleep, I hope. Uh, And, uh, yeah, we'll figure things out when we get further away from this uh, dawn, Lady Witchbeard. Uh, It's a good thing I did a lot of reading uh, across worlds. Uh, Good night, Good night, Lady Witchbeard. And good night, everybody. Don Dankle, cradled underneath the sheep and the antlers of a antler-based sheep. Uh, Good night.